0: Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's message, Pastor Ed continues a series of talks we've been in called, What Would Jesus Say To? Today, we'll be exploring a hypothetical yet profound conversation between Jesus and famous media personality, Joe Rogan. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: Today I'm going to talk to you about Joe Rogan. How many people in here have never heard of Joe Rogan? Lift your hand, Joe Rogan. Some, okay. Well, you need to know about him. I'm not sure where you've been hiding, but (laughs) Joe Rogan is the number one podcaster. Every podcast, about 11 million eyeballs. Check this guy out. He's a comedian, an actor, an MMA announcer, an entrepreneur. Just a major, major, major guy. He just inked a deal a while back with Spotify for 200 million. I could cut some corners and live on that. (laughs) He endorses all sorts of products. He's a man's man. I would say he's the bro of bros. Check out the Joe Rogan experience. He interviews all sorts of people. I mean, a wide range of people from Mike Tyson to Elon Musk. Sometimes while he's interviewing, he'll smoke a cigar. Other times he'll smoke weed. And he talks about UFOs. He talks about psychedelics. He talks about conspiracy theories. He talks about history. He, he talks about fighting. He talks about working out. He talks about nutrition and He even talks about faith. What if Jesus, I mean we've been playing this hypothetical game, what if Jesus could go to Joe Rogan's studio and sit across that big table from Joe and what if Jesus could talk to him? I mean what if the roles were reversed and instead of Joe interviewing Jesus, Jesus questioned Joe Rogan, what? What would the son of God say to to Joe Rogan? Oh Ed, come on man, what a leap of faith. I mean, how do you know what he would say to Joe Rogan? You don't know. Yes I do, because Jesus dealt with a lot of Joe Rogan-esque people, you'll meet some today, in the Bible. And I'm just kind of simply lifting off of the pages of scripture, some of these precepts and concepts and questions that that Jesus asked and answered. And I believe he would say several things to Joe Rogan. The first being this, Joe, he would say, I love your questions. Joe Rogan is a brilliant question asker. Now, I've seen the late night talking heads, I've listened to podcasts, and I've been in conferences where people interview others. Joe Rogan, though, takes it to another level because he, he is literally interested in the other person. You can feel it and see it. He asks questions, and he's this incurable learner. He, he really leans in, And he listens to their answers and is like, oh, that's interesting. Here's what he says about learning. I'm obsessed with learning. I'm addicted to information. I'm a curious person. I like knowing things about the world, about people, about why people think the way they think. What? A great quality. Have you ever thought about All of the questions Jesus asked in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I mean, the Bible has 2,200 questions. A lot of us are afraid to ask questions. Go for the ask. Ask, always seeking knowledge. Asking someone a question is organic. I mean, Googling is fine, doesn't replace asking questions. Because when I ask someone a question, and when Joe Rogan does, you're valuing the person you're asking the question to. You're saying, wow, you matter. You know something that I don't. I'm going to humble myself before you and ask you this question. So I'm giving someone great esteem, great value, when I stop Talking about myself, which is the temptation I face. And it's my favorite subject, me. It's your favorite subject, you. Just face it. But usually I'm talking about me, 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 and I have these giant exclamation points after everything I say about myself. What I'm challenging you to do, I believe what Jesus would challenge us to do, is to bend that exclamation point into a question mark. Ask the right people the right questions to get the right answers. Listen, I love the way he asks questions. I love the way he he values everybody that comes on his program. Those are fantastic qualities. Many people in your life and mine are just several questions away from a breakthrough. Did you know that? Lisa and I were at an airport Thursday and our plane was five hours late. That sometimes happens, doesn't it? Five hours is a long time. You know, some people were getting frustrated. There was even a little bit of yelling going on. I mean, it was not from me, but we were just, you know, hearing people and, you know, tension and all that. So we're sitting there in these comfortable seats in the airport. So I'm studying for this message. So I'm, we're sitting there, and these two guys, two bros, because Joe Rogan's a bros bro, remember that, two bros walk in, they sit down, they're in their 20s, and they're sitting there, they look really confident and, okay, dressed very casual. So I hear them talking about business and they're on their smart phones and their devices and everything, so I just, was walking by one of them to go to the restroom and I look down and I, I love fashion, I always have. And I go, man, I have never seen Nike sneakers like that. Guy goes, uh, yeah, um, yeah, they're called, whatever. I go, where did you get those? And then he tells me this long story. I come back from the restroom. For two straight hours, Lisa and I talk to these guys who were business partners. Check this out, they're 27. One's a Jew, the other one is a Muslim. And we talk more and more, and more, and this guy's talking about leadership, he's talking about this or that, and he goes, yeah, we started a company a couple of years ago. I said, really, that's great. He goes, yeah, we did 400 million last year. I go, Well, wait a minute. Was that 4 million or 400? He goes, 400. I go, dude, you're 27 years old. So we talked and talked and I go, hey, because he was telling me just some great stuff about leadership. I go, hey, um, would you ever want to come to Fellowship Church? Because we have this big, uh, they, these guys have never been in the church in their life. I said, we had this big leadership conference. I would love to interview you about how you start a company. Now you've got 600 and some of employees and 1,200 sales people. I mean, I would like to interview you about how to do that and how to lead at such a young age. He was like, yeah. One question. Yeah. Hey, where did you get those shoes? I mean, these guys were in sweatsuits. Just like typical bros. Ask the right people the right questions to get the right answers. One day, a Joe Rogan figure came up to Jesus. I mean, he was called the rich young ruler. You've probably heard about him before. Did I tell you he was young? Yeah. He, he came to Jesus, and, and you'll read about him. He, he did so many things right. He came to Jesus with the right posture. The Bible says he knelt before Jesus. He also came at the right time. This guy, like my friends in the airport, was just crushing it. He also asked the right question. Here's what he asked Jesus. Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now is that amazing or what? Right posture, right time, right question, everything was right, right, right. Now before the guys here facepalm, I'm gonna warn you, Jesus gives him an industrial strength answer. So he goes, you're asking me what can I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus goes, sell everything and follow me. Now, a lot of the guys are going, oh my gosh. I'm not doing that. It's the only time, see, ah, take a deep breath. It's the only time Jesus ever asked someone to sell it all because he dealt with a lot of other Squillionaires, He didn't tell them to sell at all. But he knew, he knew that money was his scandalon in the Greek, his stumbling block.
0: You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting the Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain, This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: I like your questions, Jesus would say. I like your, I like your curiosity, he would say. I like the way you value people, he would say. But then he would probably say something else, and, and this is gonna shock a lot of you here. Just get ready to face palm again. Jesus would also say, hey, Joe, I like your aggressiveness. What, wait a minute, what, what did you say? What, Ed, you're gonna tell me that Jesus was and is aggressive, yes. Masculine, yes. Driven, yes. Perfectly so. Maybe the aggregate, you could say, of aggression. Grace, peace, mercy, love. Drivenness, masculinity. But again, just right there combined. Joe Rogan says, I've always had this really aggressive attitude towards making the most of my life and constantly improving myself. How do you know, Ed, that Jesus was and is aggressive? Simple. What did they call him? Who was he? A carpenter. A carpenter, a carpenter took up the trade from the foundation to the finish out. It took a man's man to do that. He understood grinding it out. He understood pay disputes. He understood picky wives and demanding husbands. You ever thought about that? Then the apostle Paul talks about, one of his best metaphors is that of a fighter. I mean, Joe Rogan could definitely, definitely deal with that. The dude could kill you with one kick. So anyway, enough about aggression. I think you understand. And it it sometimes shocks people. Here's something else that'll shock you. Are you ready for this? Here's what Jesus would tell them. Hey, Joe, I love your humor. And see, you thought when Jesus lived, everything was serious because he had a serious mission, which he did. Jesus laughed. But see, we just think about Jesus weeping and sacrificing. No, no, Jesus, I'll tell you again, laughed. He was the master communicator. He used Hebrew humor, exaggeration. Like he said, it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get into heaven. (laughs) It's pretty funny, isn't it? Jesus smiled. I mean, okay, when he turned... When he turned H2O into Merlot at the wedding, (laughs) don't you know, he was like smiling, going like, look at this, look at this, this is funny. Joe Rogan said, reality really is a theater. There's no other way to describe it. It's all nonsensical, ridiculous and chaotic. Hmm. Life is fun, it should be. We should have a good time. Jesus said to the hypocrites, hey, you're gonna gonna point out a speck in your spouse's eye when you have a sequoia tree in yours? That's funny. Joe, I like your humor. We should laugh, we should really laugh. One One of the earmarks of a Christian And I wrote about this in one of my books, Outrageous Contagious Joy, is joy. We should be joyful. The last thing he would talk about, if you're wondering, I believe, is is faith. I think he would talk about that. Now Joe Rogan here is going to make a self-refuting worldview statement that a lot of people make. like the statement I made earlier, I live by 100% proof. No one does. Here's what Rogan said. Faith itself is a horrible mechanism that stunts the growth of ideas. It also stunts the act of questioning and it does this by pushing the idea that you have to have faith and that nothing has to be proven. Certain things can be proven. Joe, though, I think Jesus would remind him, is a man of faith. I mean, to walk into a ring and get involved in kickboxing, you're talking about faith. That's that's, that's some serious faith. So proof is a way of showing the truth of something beyond a shadow of a doubt. Evidence is whatever points to the truthfulness or falsehood of something, and faith is believing something without conclusive proof, but with compelling evidence. I turned on the light, I made the coffee, I drove my car to church based on evidence. Have you ever thought about how many things we do and use each and every day that we can't prove? proof, but you know, there are evidence, there are evidences for things. And so some of the things are pretty popular in our world today. I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about stuff outside of the realm of following Christ. Let's talk about materialism, materialism. There's, there's evidence that materialism works in some way, shape or form. If it didn't, most of us wouldn't struggle with it. There's something fun about acquiring something, you know, That new outfit or that new house or plane or car, whatever you want to say, boat, whatever it is. In my case, fly rod. Something new. Wow, it's new. Okay, great that you have things. that's, that's, That's fine. And there's evidence that that's fun to do. All right. How about hedonism? Hedonism would be... The sensual nature, hedonism would be you saying, you know what, I'll do what I want to do. I'm going to have relations sexually with anybody I want to. And there's evidence that for a while, that'll be fun, it'll be good. Wednesday, I had an interesting week. I talked to a porn star and I was talking to this young man and we began to go back and forth a little bit and and he said, you know, because I got the most coveted award in the porn industry, performer of the year, he said, because I've done thousands of films. He said, Ed, and his voice was breaking, the worst year of my life was when I received that award. He said, by the grace of God, because I was gonna kill myself, I became a follower of Christ. And he said, I cannot tell you what Jesus has done in my life. No one will ever here experience what he's experienced in the hedonistic world. It's is not gonna happen. So, here's a guy who knows hedonism does not work. I mean, there's evidence of quick hits. It doesn't work. How about narcissism? Oh, man. That's popular. That's what social media pretty much is, in a way. I think it creates narcissistic behavior and... and, but it's, it's, it's fun to say, I'm more famous than you. Come on, you know what it is. I'm more recognized than you. I have more followers than you. I'm, it's about me, I mean. How about me, how do I, how do I feel? How do I look? How, it's about me. And that is alluring. And there's evidence that it's, you know, cool, but, What I'm trying to say is the evidence of walking with Jesus Christ and living for him blows all of that evidence out of the water. It smokes materialism. It obliterates, totally obliterates hedonism. And it takes out narcissism. So I believe Jesus would look at Joe and say, Joe, Joe. Keep your life to me.
0: Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment, and it's our prayer that you would feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed continues the series, What Would Jesus Say Too? As we look at what a sit-down conversation might look like between Jesus and the sitting president, Joe Biden. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thanks for listening.